Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Today um, I have another lovely chakra chat and I am chatting with Muriel Falouse, who is an emotional coach and um, I'm so happy to have found you Muriel because I have been wanting to talk about this thing that you do um, for some time. It's um I use it in my practice, in my personal practice, but I don't know why exactly I'm doing it. I just know that it works and it grounds me and it's fantastic. So um, welcome, first of all. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited and ready to have a nice conversation. Yay, good. So the technique that I want to talk to you about is EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, but is better known as tapping. And um, it's quite known now in the US, uh, not so much everywhere else in the world, although I saw I saw some kind of article that uh, Prince Harry was using that, Prince so well, I was, he's in the oh, U.S. now, so he'd be... US. So it doesn't mean it reached the U.K., but um, it's a technique that is, I think it's almost 30 years old, and it combines ancient wisdom because it combines the energy meridians of uh, acupuncture and modern psychology, like elements of uh, cognitive behavior therapy, exposure therapy, uh, I personally also add a little bit of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming in there. And what it does is in everyday life, we react to what we perceive as threats, which mm. are most of the time in our thoughts, with a very ancient mechanism in the old brain, in the reptilian brain, which 
is the fight, flight, or freeze response. And it served us well when we were cavemen and cavewomen because if we were on the lookout for anything that is out of order, we could survive better because let's say a branch was broken, that meant, that could mean that a predator passed through there. So you had to be on alert. It stayed the same for millions of years. And the problem is that nowadays we create perceived threats with our thoughts. For example, let's say, your boss is making a remark to you and suddenly you feel that your job is in danger or you're, in my case, I coach moms with difficult teenagers. So your teenager is smoking weed or skipping school and suddenly you are on alert. And when we talked in the past about a predator in nature, animals get to that fight, flight or freeze response when there is a predator in the environment. But as soon as the predator is gone, they shake. Most animals shake. And yeah. that's to get rid of this, this response and this energy. Yeah. As we go into a loop in our mind most of the time when we have a problem and we repeat it over and over and over. And we find ourselves with a low grade of stress, which to us seems normal. I know when I was raising my kids, I was 24 seven on stress, but I didn't even know it. Yeah, exactly. A lot of us live like that, you know, and it could be work stress. It could be relationship stress. It could be environmental stress. It could be health stress, but we have this kind of low level thing that we, we just get to we just endure and and I totally understand that and do you know it's interesting you say about this shaking thing because I recently did a workshop with a lot of somatic work in it and we did a lot of shaking and I now I'm just like I get up and I'm just like all right I'm just gonna have a really good shake it's really powerful I used to uh, do belly dancing so in belly dance you shimmy a lot yes and that feels so great yes shake too I mean uh, nature has a lot to teach us that we forgot. So when we are living like that with a low level of stress and some periods of very high stress, EFT is an amazing tool to interrupt that response in our brain. It literally dialogues with the center of stress in the brain, the amygdala, and it intercepts this response so we can go to a more neutral emotional state, a more elevated, at least if it's not a higher vibration, if we're talking about energy, it's at least a neutral one. And I find that personally, it helped me heal with bounce back with from depression. And with my clients, some of them, it's the same. They, they are in low, uh, they are in some situational depression and they interrupt that cycle. But even every day I do affirmations and I charge myself with the tapping. It it Mm. literally melts the resistance to my affirmations. And when I say something that I want that is not yet in my reality and I get some resistance in my body, you will feel, even if it's not a clear thought that tells you, who do you think you are to, to get that? Or that doesn't exist, or it's not possible, whatever the answer is. The, it's called the tail ender in tapping. Even if you can't pinpoint the exact thought, you will feel a reaction in your body. There will be some tightness. Or sometimes if it's anger, a ball of fire in my stomach. 
And as you tap, you neutralize that emotional reaction to your affirmation. And over time, you start believing your affirmation much faster. So it's very, very efficient. Now there are 300, almost 300 medical studies about clinical tapping, which is the tapping that I, I do because I got certified to do the clinical tapping. And it helps people with PTSD, uh, anxiety, depression. And it helps with pain, chronic pain, which I use for myself too. It works with a lot of symptoms and, and problems. So, is, yeah, I think it's a, it's a very, it, because it's so accessible, you know, it's not like, you know, going to a yoga class, say, where you may feel intimidated because you feel that you're not flexible or you don't have the techniques or whatever. It's something that you can do without going too wrong as well, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's, it's, there's no like fancy technique to it. It's literally just just taking your fingertips and tapping them onto your own body, but knowing the various points at which to do them, to do it. Is that right? You can do it on yourself. Now, if you're talking about trauma, there are some fancy techniques. And, and if you know you have trauma, don't work on yourself because you can re-traumatize yourself. Mm -hmm. But for everyday problems, it works like, let's say uh, you go to a family gathering, a holiday, and you know that there is that one person, every time you see her or him, they throw a remark that really triggers you. You can excuse yourself. You go to the bathroom and you start tapping and venting to yourself until you're, cal you're calmer. And I find that it's, <laughs> it's really useful in, when you're in situations like that because you're not adding oil to the fire by your way of reaction. Because, you know, we have energy and we are perceived by each other first with the energy that we uh, radiate. And even if you don't say anything, your energy and your body language, subtle cues will give an indication to the person in front of you about where you are. Um, I always explain ourselves like disco balls. If one facet is active in you, let's say I talk a lot about talking with your teenager and they usually don't want to listen to what you have to say. But if you're angry or defensive or, or fearful, they will, they will feel that. That facet will light up in them too. And then you, you're going to be on that dynamic of relationship, like on that level of uh, emotional level of anger, defensiveness. It's not, not going to go that well. If you tap before you go, and you neutralize yourself. And if you go even a step better, you tap, you neutralize, and then you bring in your heart all the love that you have for them. Because even though they can be annoying, even though they can create problems, you still love them deeply. Remember them as a baby. And you can do that with anyone in your life. Remember what you love in them. And so on the energy, I call it the energy elevator. Instead of being like stressed or fearful about anticipating a negative reaction from the other, you're gonna go to a different floor. And when you vibrate at that floor, what you are matched with, what you attract even from each other is completely different. And even if the person in front of you is not vibrating at that level, they won't they won't trigger you. You won't engage in that dance. Mm, that yeah, you're not, 
yeah if your if your resonances is uh, at a different level they're not going you know and the likelihood is that you're going to bring them back towards your vibration rather than raise yourself up because you've taken responsibility for your own you know where you are in your in your vibrations so i think that's yeah even if you don't because we unfortunately we can control a little bit uh, we can't control others we we can control ourselves and not 100% but even if you don't when you are solid and stable in your grounding and in your vibration people can push you you're mm. in there you're you're really present with your own energy yeah and you just don't react and that helps yeah i mean that's just what i find when i when i do any tapping i find that it's very very grounding it's almost like reminding yourself that you are here that you are you know for me as and a who's not done any read anything about eft or anything just from what i've sort of picked up here and there i just feel like it brings me back into myself it grounds me it reminds me that i'm here that i'm present that i'm in my body that i have control and and i and i that's the value that I find in it, you know, even at a really, really basic level. And and the place that I always end up tapping is just underneath my collarbones. I mean, I've done it a couple of times whilst I've been talking to you. And um, and I know that there are various sort of techniques and you, you know, um, you around the head and the face and the chin and so on, crown of the head, armpits. And the other thing that I find interesting is um, I sometimes do a sort of a lymph drainage Thing when I'm teaching and um <clears throat> and there's this sort of six points is the collarbones um under the ears the armpits the stomach the groin and behind the knees that are sort of lymph drainage and I don't know if you know I'm not a doctor I don't know I just saw it somewhere and thought that feels nice that looks good and do it and actually it feels nice but what are the what are the places the techniques that are really simple that somebody who's not going to go and see a practitioner but can take from you now as a sort of what are the techniques simple ones um the collarbone is also my favorite because it it really helps calm the fear um when I was raising my kids, I had two teenagers who really went out of control, taking drugs at parties. And I was waking up in the middle of the night in anxiety attacks because I was afraid they would kill themselves. I would tap in the middle of the night. And like you said, I would say right now, right here, I'm safe. I have no bad news. Nobody's dead. Nobody told me otherwise. Right now, right here, they're safe. I'm safe. When they were, let's say, somewhere else. And that would bring me back to an emotional state where I could be calmer. And sometimes I had to do it several times a night because mm -hmm. I was so afraid. But I trained my nervous system to know that unless something is in front of me telling me otherwise, we're safe, nothing's happening. Um, so tapping helped me with the collarbone helped me that way. It helped me also accept the fact that if I had to lose a kid in this life, there's nothing I could have done that would have prevented that. So I was able to calm myself down and give to the universe, God, source, what is theirs to manage, not me. I cannot, I'm not powerful enough. So the collarbone is very strong. Uh, there is the side of the hand that is also a reset point. And when I drive, let's say if I feel that I'm stressed or something, you can even tap against the wheel of the car because you need to drive. You cannot start tapping <laughs> at, a, at a stoplight. Um, I mean, basically, the points are not very 
complicated. Uh, on my website, I have a silent video. If people do uh, liveeft.com, if they don't remember the points, it's on the top of the head, at the beginning of the eyebrow, on the bridge of the nose, on the corner of the eye, on the bone, under the eye, because it's the stomach meridian here on the bone, under the nose, under the mouth. Then we have the collarbone that is also my favorite. And like you said, under the armpit where the bra line would be for a woman. But lower, yes. Those are the simple points. And even if you forget one or two, it's very forgiving. Mm. Uh, you will see that the more you do it, you will see a change. I remember I had a client, I don't know how many years ago, she was driven nuts by her team and she felt really, really bad. And so she booked a package of seven sessions or six sessions with me. And after the second or third session, her daughter did something like she would steal the keys of the car and go drive with, without permission. And she did something and she found herself reacting by doing what she needed to do with her, but without being held hostage emotionally throughout the entire day. And then she said to her boyfriend, okay, um, I took care of it. I'm going to the mall with my mom now. And he said, what happened to you? You're not the same. It would have thrown you off emotionally for the entire day before. And that's really the most common result that I see for myself after. So my kids did that. It spiraled me into anxiety uh, and then depression without uh, without me realizing until I, I found myself saying, I want to disappear. I don't want to be here. It's too much. I can't. Once I did, I doubled my meditation practice. I did one hour in the morning, one hour in the evening, and I used tapping and journaling, of course, and other stuff that I uh, teach my clients now. I was, I, it changed my life. It, it taught me to leave room for the universe to parent with me. That's why my business is called Co-Parenting with the Universe. Yeah, no, I, I find this really, um, a really um, empowering concept that you've come up with for single parents. <clears throat> the concept of co-parenting with the universe is so powerful and so, um, I don't know, uplifting in a way. So, I mean, this is obviously from your own personal experience that you developed this, this concept, which I think is fantastic. So tell me more about this co-parenting with the universe. So I had two because I was in depression and I couldn't bounce back. And because I was finding myself trying to control what was not my business to control, like keeping my, my kids alive. Of course, I had to put limits and I did. But ultimately, I don't have that power. So I started really tapping in the middle of the night as much as I could. When I woke up, I started meditating. And there is so much self-judgment as moms, as women, and I'm sure as men too, in our society, because we are presented with images that are perfect. We're supposed to know everything. We're supposed to look good. We're supposed to be performant, blah, blah, blah. And for me, I didn't like my life, but I wouldn't even admit it to myself because I was like, what kind of mom who has healthy kids, an income, a normal life would say that she doesn't like her life. That means you don't love your kids. And for a long time, I could not get to that, that truth. 
until I started praying and I said, help me, show me the next step. And that was the beginning of co-parenting with the universe. I said, show me. And I woke up in the middle of the night in tears and admitting I don't like my life and I love my kids. So I was like, that's funny. We are paradoxes with two legs. On one side, there is a part of me that doesn't like my life. On the other side, I love my kids. And from that day, from that big cry, I was able to start healing. So I, little by little, I was in a country where I had no family. So I had to sit on my meditation cushion and, and ask the universe to send me love. Send me love. I don't have enough love. I'm supposed to give them love, but I don't have enough love. And I would literally physically feel it in my heart chakra. I could feel a, a heat. I could feel the love and that would charge me for the day. Um, after I bounced back, I was meditating one morning and because I used to coach women on relationships and I was meditating and I started feeling that I wanted to change direction. I wanted to help moms like me because I wish I had a coach when I was really in the darkness. Yeah. And I heard, I downloaded that name, co-parenting with the universe and I got chills everywhere. All my hair and my body was standing. I said, okay. I'm keeping that name. I trademark it. And that's what I'm doing now because that's what I was doing with my kids. And luckily, I got to that point where I was solid, even though they didn't really calm down yet, but I was strong. And then my son tried to kill himself. So if I hadn't gone through all that before, I think I would have crumbled. But before, because I was already hand to hand with the universe when that happened, it, it was hard, but it didn't throw my day off. I was able to work. I was able to attend because, of course, he stayed in a hospital after the, a psych hospital after that for a week or 10 days. And you couldn't talk to them only twice a week. You could see them twice a week and you could call them twice a week. And I knew that the girl, because he did that with a girl who had a very strong influence on him and she came from a family, a broken family where there was heroin and all kinds of stuff. So I know her influence on him was very strong. And she, I, I let the hospital know that I didn't want them to admit her, send her to another hospital if she comes because she was running after him. And they did because she had a different family name I didn't know. Her parents were divorced. And then I was like, wow, he's there, she's there. I heard words. He told me that she got in contact with him with leaving letters in the rooms. And I I don't know, but I was not affected as, as, as I would have been if I didn't started to live like that before. Yeah. And when he came back from the hospital, because he was self-mutilating, I saw him bounce, bump his head because he, he was so angry. He literally bumped his head in the wall. And I felt myself, like I felt two parts of myself. One part that was doing like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And another part that was like, nope, you're not going there. You won't help. In a fraction of a second. And that's when I knew I had changed because I was able to respond and not react. And because I was able to do that, I think his healing was much faster than it would have been if I had been 
down with him. Of course, I was sad. And of course, it's, I mean, you cannot stay unaffected when something like that happens. You're sad for your, your kid. But yes. at the same time, there was a force. There was something that was, that gave me the possibility to visualize what I wanted instead of what I didn't want, what was. Imagine him healed. Imagine him later in life happy. Because even if I cannot really control that, who am I when I use my thoughts to imagine that rather than imagining him depressed and not able to, to cope and not able to bounce back? I was much more of a use to him and to the rest of my family because my daughters got affected too. I was much more impactful in a positive way if I was able to somehow, you can never control your thoughts 100%, but quite a good amount. Yeah. And I mean, when I think back about that and I see moms, I mean, Facebook groups where moms have suicidal kids and they cry. And they're like, I can't stop crying. And they feel bad because they cry. I remember if I could do it, I'm not superhuman. I can teach them to be yeah. stronger. It yeah. doesn't mean that I'm not, we are not God. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. But if you want to be your best at what you're doing, when you're emotionally aligned and energetically aligned with the field of all knowing, all I've seen solutions fall on my lap because I come down and I ask, show me the next step. Things fell on my lap for my son with, with volunteers. There is an organization in the US that's called uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. He didn't have a good male role model because my ex-husband is an alcoholic. So I wanted a good male role model for him to help him and when I enrolled him with that organization, he was already 13. And they told me they had very little hope that they could find him a match because he was too old. People don't like to be volunteering with teenagers. I said, okay, that put him in the, in the system anyway, and we'll see. Two years passed and at 15, he was really struggling, skipping school, like really out of control. And there was a day where I didn't know what to do. And I, I remember I closed myself in a room, I tapped, I meditated to be aligned. And I said, show me, am I supposed to read a book? Am I supposed to learn something? What am I, what am I supposed to do? Two hours later, I was at work. <clears throat> I got a phone call from this organization. He was now 15, telling me that he had a match on that specific day. And I've seen things like that happen so many times. When you align with the universe, I mean, there is no more power than that. And, and so to me, it takes courage to stay positive when you see what's happening sometimes, no matter what it is, if you lose your job. But if you want really to know that you have given 100% of what you could have done, even if something bad happens after, we don't know. Sometimes they do succeed in, in, in suicidal attempts. You feel much better knowing that everything you could have done, you've done. Yeah. And, and it, 
never guilt yourself because you think you, you could have done this or that. I want also to say that because we do what we can in the moment with who you are in the moment. That's one of the mantras of, of parenting, especially when you look back at your your parenting. You know, my kids are now 23 and 25. And, you know, and I look back on what I, you know, the decisions that I made when they were young and and I, you know, it'd be very easy for me to beat myself up and go, I should have done this or I should have done that. But actually I know in my heart of hearts that I did the best that I could with what I had at the time. And it's all very well. Hindsight is an absolute meanie because, you know, you can look back and go, I should have done this or I could have done that. But actually, you know, and if you can accept in your heart that that's that you did what you could at the time. But if you can arm yourself with tools to be to be aligned with your best highest self with the universe you know to be fully in yourself in the best possible way then then you are going to give yourself the chance so i think that this is um this is a really important thing you know whether you've got young kids or teenagers or even adult children as i do you know there's still there's still parenting to be done you know, I mean, my, my, my son's still going through, you know, difficult times, um, you know, emotionally and, and so on. And so, uh, yeah, you still have to be equipped. I mean, you know, I mean, I look at my mum who are in their eighties and they still parent me, you know, I'm 50 something, you know, 53. So they, it never, it never ends. And I, I think that, you know, teenagers are particularly um challenging because they go through so much they're going through so much change they're trying to find their place they're exerting their will and they're you know they're testing all the boundaries they're finding all the walls and there's there's a thing and I'm not sure how relevant this is but I always found this really um useful to to say so if you were a kid and you woke up in a black room and it was pitch black and you could not see a thing and you got out of bed and you're like oh my I've no idea where I am what you would do instinctively is find try and find the walls and you'd walk around until you found a light switch switch it on okay here I am if there were no walls how terrifying would that be? And this is around boundaries. This is around exerting our own, you know, and I feel like, par- you know, parenting can be like, oh, you know, we just want to let them do, you know, there's a certain amount of that, but but the, the set of giving them that sense that there is edges is, is really important. And you have to find that in yourself to know how to do that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And it makes them feel safe. Yeah. And like you were talking about mistakes, um, 
for I find a lot of moms carrying guilt. Yes. Guilt will make you overgive when it's not necessary. Yes. And that's not good. So you can also use tapping for that. If when you think, I, I remember when my uh, middle daughter was two, she went to preschool and there was an event and I just started a new job in the US. And I was very shy and I didn't dare asking for a day off on that job because I just started, that was my first week. And she had an event at school and her sister had to be in the room because I couldn't. I beat myself up for years about that because I was like, my God, she was too, that was probably traumatic. Her mom wasn't there. She was doing the thing and where is my, you know, the mind. Yeah. I had to tap on that to dissolve the guilt because any unresolved energy, any unresolved um, emotion of guilt, fear, anger that you are you have stuck in your body, like from events, it will be in your way when you're going to try to connect because you may be practicing guilt without knowing. And when you vibrate at the level of guilt, you cannot connect to the level of, I don't know, abundance, uh, hope, power, yeah. much less. Yeah. And plus, it's not fun. Guilt is very present for moms so much. And um, so you stopping, you feel, let's say you're remembering something that you did, you made a mistake or you did wrong. You feel a contraction, a reaction in your body, tap on that reaction until mm -hmm. the reactions the reaction is dissolved and or it's at least a level one or two not not a level 10 like it used to be yeah and am i am i right in thinking that as you tap you to to make it really effective you use uh, an affirmation as well so it depends on what you tap if you tap on something that is active and is really bothering you first talk about what's going on because what it does this problem or this topic is associated with a negative. I don't like saying negative emotion because all emotions are necessary. An emotion that let's say you're stuck in anger regarding something. As you tap, you send a message to your nervous system and brain, calm down. It's okay. You're safe. Calm down. You're safe. So soon enough, that topic isn't associated with anger or fear anymore. It's associated with I'm safe. So you first break the neural association and you start installing. It literally reconnects, rewire your brain based on the studies that have been done. If you do two hours of tapping, I think it multiplies by two the synapses in the, in the brain regarding that specific uh, matter. So I think it's even one hour. I can't remember the exact time, but it's that powerful. So you install a new connection. You start practicing a new emotion regarding that matter. And then you can go into an affirmation. So I always work on the negative, dissolve the emotion as much as it can be dissolved because sometimes you have things that come back, that come from childhood. And that's where clinical tapping is more powerful because you go back there. And you find that sometimes you tap on something when you were two or three and it totally has a domino effect will deactivate all your triggers to the present event. So you tap on the negative and then when you feel more calm, when you feel that those body sensation has went down, gone down, you start tapping on the positive. 
And sometimes you need more than one session, more yeah. than I, I, I tapped on myself to stuff that when I was in a incubator came back up into my memory regarding a relationship with a, a man when I was 40 something about my fear of abandonment. And suddenly I had all those images and I was in tears and I called my mom the next day. I said, mom, how long did I stay there? She said, oh, close to three months and I couldn't touch you. At the time, they didn't know you needed to touch the baby. So no wonder I had abandonment issues because what happens is you have memories, traumatic memories that are encapsulated in the brain because when it happens, you can't deal with it emotionally. So the, the brain and the, the mind is wonderful. It's going to do like a capsule so you don't have to deal with it and it becomes somehow unconscious. You even forget it. But when you start calming the system and sending a message that it's okay, what is ready to be healed will start opening and you will start feeling. And that's when I said, don't tap alone when you have a trauma, if you know, or if you feel that it's becoming too intense, tap and say, like you were saying, I'm here right now. Put some roots, energy roots in the ground and say, I'm safe. My feet are on the floor. Really, my feet, my feet. <laughs> that's for English. Um, Look at what's around. Say, I see a tree, I see a house, I see a lamp. Bring yourself back here and don't start working on that matter until you're with someone that is equipped to help you. Because yeah. you can, like the, the connections in the brain, the negative one can be reinforced instead of the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so powerful. It's such a lovely um sort of shortcut I mean it's not a shortcut but it is it's such an, a smart thing to do but it's based I mean when we're talk, tapping into meridians that to me speaks of Chinese traditional yeah. medicine which which for me is very much aligned with the yogic pranic um, you know nadi system so it's all the same it's all just tapping into literally <laughs> um, your energetic body it is this connection with an awareness. And I think this is why it's so fabulous is because it it directly, it sort of mainlines into the fact that we hold the energy of all the stuff, the trauma, the guilt, the shame, the anger, that we hold it cellular in our bodies. You know, and, and I, you know, you're talking about holding it in the brain and we, you know, we do, but I I believe we, it's hold it definitely in the body um, for sure. So actually kind of physically releasing it, this sort of, encapsulation of the somatic work that is very directed is um is super powerful and i think that it's such a simple thing to do especially as you say if you've if you're just struggling with a bit of anger or some or guilt about you know things and you're just coping with the general stress of life this is something that we can we can all do easily and then if there's something deeper to find a practitioner like yourself do you do you practice online do you Take. Yeah, I uh, I do uh, sessions on Zoom. Yeah, with yeah. people, and we literally what I wanted to say when we talked about energy, we have electricity in the body. That's how information is is moving in our body, and not only do we have a nervous system, we have an energy system, the meridians, and all kinds of networks. And 
I remember when we got certified, they told us to buy, you know, the electricians have those tools to see if there is uh, electricity somewhere, it lights up. They yeah. said, sit on the end of your meridians and see. And it's amazing. We have, it's called piezoelectricity in the body. So like you said, trauma gets stuck somewhere. And that's why sometimes we have chronic pain. Yeah. Um, it's stuck. You need to, and there, there are many modalities to do somatic word work sorry uh, you it, but it needs to go through the body yeah yeah and I mean and this is why you know I love doing this podcast because I talk to as many people as I can to find as many different modalities and the light bulb's going to go for somebody or somebody's going to hear about this and go I've never I've never come across that before I'm going to give it a try and just that gentle connection with the self you know it's the same as you know, we have we have chakras in our in the palms of our hands. You know, they're an extension of the heart chakra, which is a healing energy, and you know, the the power of the healing in hands. And we have chakras on the end of each fingertips. You know, we have all tapping points on the on the fingers too. Yeah. So we have we have this we have such power within our own bodies and and just reconnecting with that in a very personal way you know just sitting in a room literally playing with your body just sort of tippy tapping your own body just to find out which bits are resistant or which bits feel happy which bits feel satisfying or grounding or uplifting and I just um I think that is it's really an exciting kind of thing but I love especially that you are um helping parents with single parents with teenagers because I think this is probably one of the most challenging um ways of being a parent being single and being teenagers because you know there's a as a you know by definition those kids have been through stuff because you know whatever's happened in the past has happened um you know even if they've been happily a single child of a single parent for the entirety of their lives they'll go to school and they'll see all these other kids and they'll go da, 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 what's going on with you and you know there's feelings of inadequacy I mean there's so many different complexions of how teenagers evolve into either the charming lovely talkative chatty communicative <laughs> those are the rare ones those are the top five percent but the majority are acting out you know that they're, they're reaching out to find out where those walls are when they've got out of the bed in the middle of the night and it's pitch black like where are those walls how far can I push this stuff and as a parent it's overwhelming and plus I didn't grow up with social media yeah and it's very difficult I've seen my my kids. Um, one of them, her their phone was broken in the US. I don't know how it is in the UK. Everything was going through the phone. They were inviting each other. There was no more like, I mean, you conversation. Could and, yeah, it's through the phone. What they see on on Instagram, those images that are too perfect, and they start feeling bad about themselves and. And the bullying that is going on in social on social media, it's it's much harder for them now with with this. It's it's really harder. It breaks my heart to see sometimes how kids, how teenagers are. They are depressed because of someone who would put something online about them, or it can take proportions. 
Yeah, I know. It's, it's absurd. It's ridiculously, it is absolutely terrifying. And the other side of it, which is even darker and, and um, more profound and longer lasting, I feel, is the effect that all of this porn that is readily available, because, of course, that's the, the teenage thing. It's that Romeo and Juliet. It's that sexual awakening. And of course, you know, there is this oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. No, it's not supposed to look like that. You know, it's, um, it's, it's, there's so much out there that their brains can never unsee and things that happen that they can never unfeel. But, but this gives us a, a way. And do you teach your, or do you, do you teach your own children to use tapping and so, you suggest that this is something that teenagers can actually use to do with uh, oh yeah absolutely they're willing to my you, as you know teenagers don't want to do what their parents are doing <laughs> so i got my son to tap when he had a lot of anger issues and it, it, the beauty of it is you don't even have to talk he doesn't have to tell me what's bothering him you can tap and think about it but at a certain point, it was like, oh, no, I'm just meditating. I'm doing my stuff. And recently, my oldest is um, is a psychology major, and she learned about tapping. She learned because now they teach it in, uh, in universities that the, the potential that it has. And she never wanted to tap with me because she's kind of ADHD, and the tapping is driving her nuts. So I had mm. her massage the point. If yeah. tap, tap, tap is too annoying for you, you can massage gently, you massage. And she was suffering from a shoulder pain because she had an injury and she was like, oh, wow, I have no more pain. And I was like, yeah, years I've been telling you, please let's start together. <laughs> oh God, they don't listen when it's your parents, but when it comes from somebody else, then then that really yes. does. So, you know, I mean, I, I have huge joy in talking to my kids' friends you know, because they are, you know, the, they're not my kids that, but they're still that age and they're more receptive to my, you know, my like, oh, you know, and my energy stuff, my woo, my chakras and meditation and yoga and all of that. And, and that is so, yes. So, so if you kind of one removed, so your friend's children are perhaps more receptive than your own children. You can tell your friend to tell your kids, you know, to do this sort of crossover. <laughs> They, they, they take whatever they want. For example, we've, they grew up with energy. They grew up with, I believe, in that we have an invisible team of guides and ancestors helping us. They grew up with that. Uh, they grew up with me pulling some oracle cards to, to see what work do I... So my son is pulling cards. My, my oldest is pulling cards. They are very good at it. They don't go and, and let... Although my son doesn't care, he tells anybody. My oldest, no. But I would hear them speaking in the room with their friends because I've been coaching since they were tiny. So they used to call me guru mom. Mm -hmm. And I could hear them saying what I've been telling them and they pretended not to listen to, trying to comfort their friends. So I was like, yes, it did go in. <laughs> I love that. I love that, Marielle. It's really, it's fantastic. So listen, tell people how, um, I've got your website here is coparentingwiththeuniverse.com. So yeah. easy to find you. And I have for your audience um, a free, it's a, a five minute tapping series on each chakra. And um, 
they can go to my co-parenting with the universe the store that in on this on the store page i only have the meditations for sale right now but there is a free um tapping chakra tapping uh series that they can um they, they when they become um part of the newsletter then they can access that mm-hmm. and then they tap every day for five minutes because i see that it does even if it's only five minutes uh and you you stay as long as you need on each chakra it doesn't have to be changing every day because the first chakra with what we are living now in this world where nothing is certain where there is a lot of uncertainty fear there is still covid there are, there are things everywhere our first chakra sometimes needs a lot of balancing going back to balance and and let go of what doesn't belong the lower vibrations so they can use that and um, I find that for me it's really helpful um, when we're talking about chakras we're talking about energy that's my world I mix tapping with energy I do Reiki I it's all together it's very powerful yeah well I am going to go immediately and sign up for that because I want to know how to, chak- how to, how to tap for each of my chakras so I can pass that on to my clients as well I mean this is and for myself uh, it's fantastic um that's a fantastically generous offering so thank you so much I very much appreciate that um so yeah th- I mean thank you for I feel like we've we've covered a lot. I feel like I've learned a lot. And so I am incredibly grateful to you, Muriel. Thank you so much thank you for having me. It's my passion to share that. So <laughs> thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 